gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. I am Sean Ambrosino. I'm no longer Sean Roberts, and I am out and about as who I really am. He can't come in now. Joining with my fellow patriots. Today we're going to talk to you about the passing of a, of a patriot, of the man most responsible probably for spreading conservative ideals, and that's one Rush Limbaugh. Who had talent on loan from God. I love that. Uh, before we get into it, please do us a favor, like this video, share this video. If you haven't already, please subscribe and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. New episode is up, yeah. And if you're not a member of Freedom Wire, please become one. It's really easy to do. Bottom right hand side of the screen, you'll see a link. Click it, it'll take you to Freedom Wire. Give us your email, and we'll start sending you stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us, and you probably won't read anywhere else. All right, guys. Rush. Da -da, da -da. <laughs> not the no. band. No, no, unfortunately. Not, we not do, the we, band. We, we could do, do the band. Podcast on well, the I don't band. know about Grace, if she could do a whole thing on, on Rush. Oh, we could yeah, do a whole series. We could probably do a 10-part this, this would be us educating Grace yeah. about Rush. But the yeah. great Rush Limbaugh. Yes. But the great Rush Limbaugh passed away at the age of 70. Um, no Rush, though. Long time battle with lung cancer. Long time battle with lung cancer. Um, was still broadcasting up until until just about two weeks ago when he finally couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, he is, you know, again, he is one of the people who is. I wouldn't say obviously not single handedly, but he's one of the most impor important conservatives of the twentieth century. Of the twentieth century and twenty first, because yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You know, he, yeah. he you know, he is most responsible for spreading conservative values. I go even further. I don't think Donald Trump might would become president if it wasn't for Rush Limbaugh because he was such a force. If he if Rush Limbaugh was a never Trumper, that would have had a sway over a lot of his because he had thirty four million people. Yeah, every week. Yeah. Like if he was like, I don't like Donald Trump, I don't think Trump becomes president. That, that, you, you could be true. Yeah. Or he could be right. Right. Um he did have some ups and downs. He did have some battles. Um, and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't hiding that he had problems. Uh, you know, when he went through the whole um, uh, hearing addiction. Loss well, and hearing loss, too. Well, I was talking more about the addiction. The opiates, yeah. The opiates and, and what he got caught when he caught with the, uh, you know, the back when the Florida pain, pain mills were running. Mm -hmm. You know, getting caught and all of that. But, you know, he knew he wasn't perfect. Um, and he never hid that fact. He never tried to hide who he was. He just was Rush Limbaugh. And that was enough to get him a uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom, which is kind of saying something. You yeah. know, even, even after all that, he was still qualified to get one. The left hated that, of course, when Trump gave him that award. But, but we, can, we can say he deserved it. But before even getting into his politics, which we all obviously agree with, he's a great American broadcaster. Like, beyond just being a conservative icon, he was the best at what he did. He was just really good. He was super entertaining. He made conservatism fun, I like to say. Like, he was... He, a lot of the people... I, I, the left, I'm not going to get too much into that crap they were posting online, the evil people on the left celebrating him. But my, but they would, like, post quotes of his. They go, you do realize that half of what he said was... It was kind of like Trump. It was sarcastic. A lot of what he said was sarcastic. He was being fun. He was having... He was he was trying to provoke them <laughs> on purpose and he and it worked. And he, he succeeded. Did. I go I wrote that in my article today. I got when talking about that. I go even in death Rush has burned them or something like I forgot how I ended it. Like he's still beating them even in death. 
Like it's a, and he, so he was a pioneer. He's up there with in the second half of twentieth century. I put him up there with William F. Buckley, Ronald Reagan, maybe even throw Milton Freeman in there on the conservative side of things that had such an influence. They think about that. He's his syndication uh, premiered in nineteen eighty eight, the year I was born. My entire life, he was always number one. He kept his audience was growing. Even in the last years, his audience kept growing at his at his age. At his, how, that's just gonna. It's hard to believe that it could ever be done again at that level. Just to have that many people. And, and I was like, my favorite pro- programs of his was on Fridays because that's when he would open up the you know open phone line Friday. He had a little little you know like intro to it. It was really funny. And uh, and uh, and he would talk interact with his audience. I think that was my favorite part because you could tell he was genuine. How much he loved his audience and he had a really connection. The best radio hosts have a connection with their audience. And uh, so I always thought that was cool. Just think about that. Just uh, radio is a very isolated. It's just you and a mic. You know, he just the golden mic with him. He had the golden EIB mm-hmm. mic. And he had great pipes too. The guy had the best. Pipes. Oh, his it voice turned, was great. It yeah. turned gold because but, of the sound of his voice. Right. So for him to be on top for that long, I, I would definitely put him up there with one of the great. And you know, it's different. Like. So like you know, guys like Johnny Carson died, Regis, all these other guys that were famous broadcasters, but they had been off their programs for a long time. Rush was still doing it. That's why it's so weird, because especially if you he's been around, you know, your whole like my whole life and stuff, and then boom, he's gone. It's just like he was such a part of your, my daily routine, and a lot of people's daily routine. So many car rides and stuff. So you know, it's sad. It's very sad. We all knew it was coming. I mean, it was pretty obvious, especially the last few weeks. But it's still, you know, it's still, you know, it's like whoa, it's a big void. Who's gonna? Who's gonna take that twelve to three slot? There, there's no. That's you talk about filling giant footsteps. That's just you can't. I mean, there's we have some great commentators and radio hosts like Hannity, Levin. You know, Shapiro's got in the radio. We have some great ones, but I think they would be the first to admit they're no Rush Limbaugh. No. Even Trump said last night on uh, Newsmax mm-hmm. with Greg Kelly that he nobody can follow up Rush. Right, and none of them I think would claim to. And and Trump coming to uh, talk about Rush after you know. It's been a little over a month or yeah. so since he kind of went media silent. For him to break that silence, mm-hmm. specifically for the purpose of memorializing Rush Limbaugh, not just once, but he did it on what, like three, three, times. three, yeah, three different programs in the span of a single night. Mm-hmm. That really says something about the the quality of of Rush's legacy. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, people hate him, and they're more than happy to jump on the bandwagon of tweeting all their spiteful comments and stuff about his about his death, but. Which, you know, that's really, yeah. Uh, sure that's how the left works, so. Yeah, but even if you disagree with his politics, I think it's fair to say that most people agree that he was a trailblazer for podcasting, mm-hmm. even. And his legacy in having a show that long and building that massive of an, of an audience, he's really an inspiration for everybody to get into what they love doing, one, and, um, you know, just, like, talk about the future. Because everyone said radio was dying, um, and that that wasn't going to be around for much longer, but Rush Limbaugh proved that that was not the case. Well, one thing we have to talk about, was, yeah, because it is really important to talk about its origins because, as you just mentioned, the AM was dead and then he saved FM radio. But what it was, what really, he came around at the perfect time because there's this thing called the Fairness Doctrine, where for some reason on, you know, the FCC made it on radio, you had to have a viewpoint from the left and a viewpoint from the right. Well, they, you know, during the Reagan administration, they got they dumped that and Rush came out right at the right time and you know he's pretty, so that's and I, I, let's be honest like the thing that the left hates most about especially the media folks they're on the left is that he they they controlled every and this is back then they were media's been liberal forever like it's it's worse now I would argue but but like he that was the one medium they could never control because Rush was so much better than them at it and and Hannity's taken it on Levin all these other guys have carried on the conservatives are just better at talk radio. I think there's a reason for that. 
And it, and it kind of goes back to when, when I was talking about earlier on Rush Connect with his audience. They actually talk to real people. They actually talk to these people in the media elites. They all sit in their little ivory towers. They all do things. But these, they understood the middle of the country and what an everyday America is. I think that's why they have such a bond and why conservatives, that's my opinion, why they're so much better at talk radio. I don't think so. You know what I think it comes down to? What's that? I think it comes down to speaking truth and speaking facts as opposed to trying to trigger emotions. Well, it can be like, a combination. When I think of when I think about it, like when you think about the Young Turks, they're not are they not the, they're not the Young Turks anymore. They're young. Did they change their name? I don't know. I think they changed their name were. to something. I don't know. Their entire platform is based on emotional responses to political issues, instead of actual factual and logical responses as to how we can fix or how we can change a political uh, you know something that's been politicized. Rush, while he could do it humorously, always came with the truth and the facts. Very rarely did he did he speak non-truths, and I think I think and the fact that he would not, um, you know, treat the treat, treat his his um, his 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 audience with kid gloves. He just said, "Look, this is the way it is." No, he didn't treat him with kid gloves, but I don't think you underestimate the fact that. That he was able to talk to them on a person-to-person basis, like I don't think you can miss it because he knew it. And I think that's a big part of what Trump's success was too. Trump understood the everyday American. He didn't talk down to them. He didn't, you know. There's just so many, and, and throughout media, we're just people like us and the people in the middle of the country. They just talk down to us all the time. And Brush never did. And yeah, he was absolutely, he was honest with us. He was never kissed her butts or anything. I don't mean that way, but I think no, that, no, no, no. I know, I know yeah. but I, I, what I'm yeah. thinking is what I think resonated with his with his audience. Is the fact that he would he tells the truth, he would tell facts. He's not try, He was never trying to to trigger their emotions. Well, I shouldn't say never, but you know. But he was his his job was to inform his re, his listeners to conservative conservatism. That's that was it, and that's what he did. He didn't he didn't sugarcoat it. He didn't do anything. He basically just said, "This is my show, and you can listen or not." And it actually, what's funny about it. Is even though I never really listened to Rush because I'm not a, I don't know. I just I just twelve to three is my time to work, so I really didn't have time to pay attention to Rush and 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 do what I had to do. But he's a big part of my journey from being a tree hugging liberal to a conservative because, as you guys know, uh, have, you know I've talked about Kyle. Kyle, my basically the guy that led me down this path, would listen to Rush every single day, and and where my office or where I sat and where his office was was about fifteen feet away, and he he would leave the door open, and and you could hear some of the things Rush was saying, but it was he Rush was a part of my journey to become a conservative, without really being a part of my journey to becoming a conservative. Yeah, and. You know, you guys had more exposure to Rush Ryan. You you mentioned you kind of since the late nineties. Yeah, you started listening a, to when you were like ten years old. I did. I was I was a really fun kid. Yeah, um, <laughs> and you you remain a very fun adult. You're just more factually involved than most people your age, of course. Um, but you know, Grace and I didn't have a ton of Rush related exposure. But a uh, person who kind of made me start paying attention to politics and helped me articulate. Um, the conservative values and stuff was listening to Ben Shapiro uh, in the run up to the 2016 election. First election I was old enough to vote in, which 
shows how young I am. Um, I started listening to his podcast, and he's kind of what mm-hmm. made me start to realize these things. But a lot of those guys, you know, the, the Daily Wire guys and, you know, Hannity and Levin, they couldn't have done it, really, or at least done it as well without Rush blazing that trail for him. So Our in, site, a way, he's, yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, exactly. The trail because they would have canceled all of us a lot earlier if Rush wasn't so powerful. They God knows they've been trying yeah. still, even with Rush. No, I'm so. saying, but like years ago, like, and there wasn't, there was, it wasn't just that they would cancel. There was just not a conservative media of any sort mm-hmm. until Rush came along. It was a, not really. I mean, there was National Review with William Muff Buckley that made a huge difference for sure, and there might have been some other ones, but Rush really was a game changer. That's why he, when you keep hearing that word trailer, he really was. Because it was, it would could it would have been a lot worse for a lot more longer. But you know, if it wasn't for guys like, especially for him, I think he is that important for conservatives because he's he, like that audience. That is a massive audience that he was speaking to every single day. But and it, something else it tells you is it tells you that the conservative voice isn't. We may not be loud, but there are many of us. He always said that too. By the way, he says. He 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 said that like he would say, he would say that he would be like you got don't let them fool you. There's more of us than them. There's you know a lot of them. This might not have spoken up, but there's there's more of us than them. He he said that a lot, and I think he's right. And for, so, yeah, uh, yeah. You think he spoke for the silent majority before mm-hmm. Trump did? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it, it it's kind of interesting to think about who's gonna. Fill those shoes. Well, nobody will. Well, obviously nobody can yeah. be. But I know what you mean. Rush, I know what you mean. But I think really... I think the closest is Mark Levin. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I wonder if he'll take the twelve to three three slot. It'd be interesting if he moves up from six to nine. I don't know. Somebody, somebody's going to fill the the time slot. Well, obviously, no one's going to be in the new Rush Limbaugh. Right. But who's going to be that conservative firebrand day That's in day funny. out? Yeah. And because there's a lot of names you can mention, but. Are are they going to carry the torch in the same way? Because mm-hmm. like on TV, you could say you know guys like Tucker Carlson are involved in similar things, but it's still not the exact thing that Rush provided. Well, you know, here, here's what you got to think about. Um, I think Dennis Prager's too nice. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the that's going to be a drawback. He's fireside. Not, he's not a firebrand. He's not a firebrand. Fireside he's too rational. Too nice. yeah. <laughs> he's too rational. He's too rational. So so uh, let's, let's let's think about people who could like. Let's think about some firebrands that that we could look at that could. Um, Charlie Kirk, right off the top of my that's head. That's a good. Yeah. That's, that's a good. Charlie yeah. Charlie gets a lot. He gets a lot of people thinking, either one way or the other, mm-hmm. and he's not afraid and he's unapologetic. That's mm-hmm. the, which I think if you're going to take after Rush, you got to not apologize. Yeah. And that's another thing, Rush. And he's never and he never changed. He never wavered on his views for thirty years. Like he even said it. He did. You know what though? He did apologize once, that I know of. He apologized. Um, he apologized uh, when he he had that one segment. It was short lived. It was like two weeks, where he um, where he celebrated AIDS deaths. He did apologize. For oh, I didn't see that. He yeah. wasn't perfect. Mm. We wasn't well, no. Perfect. Again, he's on for thirty-two years. He's gonna say some stuff that you want to take back. And, I'm but sure. but we, here's we've the been thing. on for and, two. And, and, I'm sure and, we've said something. And I've made this point to yeah. a lot of people, and and they they refuse to listen to it unless unless it, it's it's de- dealing with a Democrat or a liberal. But I but I say this. I said we can't hold people accountable for what they were back in the day. Or even worse, you can't hold people who lived 
two or three hundred years ago accountable to today's standards, which happens a lot as we're seeing Abraham Lincoln yes. being vilified by the left. Um, there's, you know, we cannot hold these people to different to the same standards of today. We have to hold them accountable to what the standards were of their day, not of our day. We have evolved massively over the last, you know, 170 years, even and or even since, you know, since the first settlers came here, we have evolved massively. And to hold our historical figures to our same standards of ethics is is unfair and makes zero sense. But there's another thing that people didn't talk about. Well, there was a few. I actually heard some people talk about. He was really good at reaching out to young people. I don't think he was like like younger than 14. Even he wrote children's books to explain the American founding. No, he did. Like to try to explain the greatness of this country. And I think it was like Rush Revere or something. He called it, his books or whatever. And I remember there's a really fam- actually they played it. I think it was on his radio program yesterday because it was really bizarre after his wife announced it. And it was just like they went back to old clips of him. It was like. Kind of almost spooky, you know. You know, I mean, it was just weird. He's no longer with us, but and like they played this clip. At, I think it was at the end of his show where they uh, he was talking to. His, I think she was like twelve at the time or something, and she had just read his book. And she went to she got her parents to take her to all the spots from the book that she. And he was like, it was like it was like there was no one else in the audience. He was just he was so amazed by this girl, and I always thought that was pretty neat. And I think that's a lesson for all of us in our business and stuff is to, you know, we, especially since our education system is, we write a lot about that. Yeah. It's really important to, to teach the younger generations and Rush never forgot that. Well, Trump will try it. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he, Trump did try um, with the 1776 Commission on Patriotic yep. Education, but you know who uh, rescinded that? Biden. Right. So I, who would want kids to learn about America's founding and how great America is? But I just think it's great that he did stuff like that and, and I think that's really important because that is but where we're, you know, we're, we see what's happening in school, and now you have to apologize when you're in school for being white now, apparently. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the point I'm getting yeah. at. Like, who's yeah. going to come along and be that guy who is out there day after day after day beating that drum and talking about how bad that is and why we need to stop it? Fuck. Because, like, Brian, you earlier today wrote an article on, uh, you know, the, the reparations hearing that they just had in Congress. Uh, that article is on Freedom Wire if you're interested. Um, in it, you mentioned like the, the statement they made. They wanted to analyze the way the United States government had upheld racism and slavery mm-hmm. from 1619 to like 1865. Yeah. I, I feel it's worth pointing out the United States government did not exist in 1619. They have over a hundred years of time. Not according where to the Nicole United States did not exist. But this is what happens when you let exactly Nicole Hannah Jones yeah. set school curriculums and let people like her rewrite history. Mm-hmm. It's being erased. The 1776 commission was supposed to stop that. Biden repealed it on what day? Day three, or something. Yeah. Called it was called it racist. Said it was, you know, a, a big horrible thing, and now it's gone. Mm-hmm. And now it's only getting worse. But the 1617 project still still around. Yeah, 1619 project 1619. is being, is being yeah. taught as, uh, as facts, despite the fact that Nicole Hannah Jones under duress admitted that she was never attempting to rewrite history. She just wanted to reframe the narrative from like a fictional standpoint That's almost. Yeah. yeah. She she said it was never supposed to be a curriculum, but she doesn't so, say anything about it being taught as a curriculum and she hasn't given the Pulitzer Prize back. So 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 she's obviously not too committed to that. I want to circle back around. Is there anybody else that could fill 
or not, you know, can't fill his shoes, but at least fill the slot well enough to. Well, Levin probably, but I think I think Shapiro's probably the best. No, no, no. I mean, of the, the they're established. Yeah, like, I mean, like, but like, like is there talking... is there any like 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 Charlie Charlie Kirk isn't a broadcaster. I know Scott Pressler. Scott Pressler. Scott Pressler is a firebrand, and he's dedicated. He's devoted his entire life to working for the conservative cause and doing the groundwork people don't want to do, and he has the fire. So. Well, no, but going bring it back to Rush, like the the thing that ne- always he he never he never obviously wouldn't apologize for it, but he he never apologized for loving the country. He never that, at the end of the day he celebrated America every every show he ever did. And he brought it every day. And, you know you can't. I mean that's sixty hours a month he's doing on radio by himself. You know three filling three hours can be easy to do. And he, he brought he was clearly prepared. He made it look it. easy. He made it yeah. look easy. He was so prepared. He had read so many articles before he came on air. He he knew exactly what he was going to talk about. So to be able to do that that energy for that long and, to, and what always guided him was the love of the country. I think at the end of the day, and he yeah, and so and he he's also a good family man. It sounds like and he was you know and he, his brother David Limbaugh is a really good writer himself. He's a lawyer. So it's, he comes from a, a family of lawyers and stuff. So I, I just think that at at the end of the day, and I think that I don't, I mean, I'm sure to speak for all you guys, what we we're just so blessed to do what we do is because we love the country and to get paid for it on top is a nice yeah. nice added bonus. But I would do this stuff, you know, advocate for this stuff regardless. And and you we don't come into this industry to to be popular. You're not gonna be popular. No. You're not gonna be popular. And and I'm not saying that to you know wine and cheese. That's not what I meant. But I'm just making the point that Rush Limbaugh. We're not even close to Rush Limbaugh size. That guy for 32 years got the crap beat out of him every day, but he delivered it back twofold, and he, you know, I mean, more than he got. And I just think you can't. Uh, I, I, Trump in his statement, I, I forgot how he worded it. I should have brought it on. He kind of acknowledged that, like now that he's he doesn't have to take those kind of arrows every day, or something. Basically, is what he was saying. And mm-hmm. I think it is amazing because, um, you know, you you do go into this and you lose some a lot of friends, and unfortunately, that's their fault. I never believe them, but they and 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 it's just something. But at the end of the day, the country, and I'm sure I don't have, you know, I'm sure you guys feel similar. The country is more important than you know short-term friendships, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, or friendship, whatever. And I think Russia was the epitome of always putting the country first. And he's so dedicated. <coughs> There's not very many people um, in the conservative movement that are that dedicated. You see it on the left, like they'll do things until the day they can't do it anymore. Republicans not so much, so I think that we could all take that from his legacy. I I'm I'm proof. Like you very rarely see conservatives go to the left, but you see liberals go to the right all the time. You really don't. That's actually I a good have, point. No, I I've seen conservatives go to the left, especially <coughs> in college college students. Well, college, well, yes. college, yes. You, yeah, adults. I'm, so, I'm, like I'm talking you, more yeah. adults. Oh, absolutely. Like, well, they're adults yeah. too. Well, I mean, like, Sean, you converted old people. You converted in, like, your 30s. I converted, yeah, I was in my 30s when I started the journey. After you supported Obama once, which, thanks for that, Sean. Whatever. Thanks, Obama. I give everybody a pass for 2008. I bought into that hope and change, man. I really did. But here's the thing. I was in college at the time hey, too. Grace and I give you a pass on an election we weren't old enough to vote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the first yeah. one I voted in. It was it was 2016? No, you yeah. Like yeah. Oh, it was the first one I voted in. By the way, the first one I voted in was '92. Wow. So. Um, That's four years before I was born. You probably voted for Clinton, then, right? You're I did. Right? Yeah. I did. You voted he, for he, he won you with his wow. saxophone. Yeah, but yeah, but Clinton, no, I told I, I'm telling you, I was I now was, compared to the liberals now was not he was much more to the side. I voted for Clinton. I voted for Gore. 
I voted for Bush in 20, 2004 because we were in the middle of a war. Don't change horses. Yeah. Then I voted. He was the only conservative I ever voted for until um, 2012. Yeah. So well, those of us who were born and raised on this side welcome you, and yeah. glad you finally made the right decision. But, but there's a saying, and I, I'm sure you guys have said this or, or have heard this, and hopefully you guys can have heard this as well. But if not, they say if you're young yeah, and conservative, right. you don't have a heart. Yeah. But if you're if you're old and liberal, you don't have a brain. That was kind of paraphrasing. It's kind of, kind of yeah. a Winston Churchill. It's a paraphrase yeah. of Winston Churchill. Some people attribute that to him. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. But that's the, but bringing this back around to Russia. I just wanted to, before we close up here, just like the people, people out there, comment below what was your favorite Russia? Because I know a lot of you guys are listening to him all those years. Just kind of what was your favorite moment? Of, it's I don't know. It's just weird. You know, obviously he was a family member. I didn't know him personally, but it, it's still it's a big hole. I mean he's. He's a big part of a lot of people's lives. They listen, I mean, you listen to him five days a week, you know, for years. That's the big, that's, and then he's gone, you know. It's, uh, so anyway, comment below what was your favorite moments of his, what, you know. Or maybe if you didn't like him, comment below, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get mad at you if you insult Rush Limbaugh. But no. Leave us, leave us your comments. Just don't celebrate his death. Come on. Yeah. That's just disgusting. You can say you disagree yeah, with disagree, the guy. Disagree, but do so respectfully. Yeah, you don't even have to celebrate his life, you do, but you don't have to come out there and. What, like, did, your, what did all our moms teach us? If you can't say something nice, you yes. can't say anything at all. Don't say anything. Yeah, so like you speak ill of the dead. I thought that was exactly. cool too. Yeah. So. Well, you, I'm not saying you like you have to go out of your way to like, oh, I love her. If you didn't, but you don't have to go out there and say I'm happy he's dead. Like, jeez. Well, you do if you want to score those social justice warrior points. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't don't on a dead conservative podcast radio guy yeah. that okay. nobody could have, not one of you could have debated straight yeah. up. Yeah. Well, uh, not no, yeah. one of. That's you. why they're all coming out of the woodwork now that he's gone. Yes, you can't. Yeah, I was them. trying not to bring it up because I wanted to make it about Rush today, but like, and you can go to freedomwire.com. But I will just say, you guys are insignificant, and you will never be remembered in history but Rush Limbaugh. So. He wins. That's directed at the people insulting Rush, not everyone. Oh, yeah, it's not a wonderful thing. watching the podcast. Oh, yeah, I like how we're attacking liberals and they don't even watch our show. So. Yeah. No, I think but there's you know a few what? out there. You no, would be surprised. No, there are a few. Yeah. You would be surprised. And thank you, watch. no matter who you are, liberal or conservative, for watching. Yeah. And if uh, if you're a conservative who's watching this and you want to make some of your liberal friends angry, just send them this segment of the video. Because yes. we're talking right to them. Yep. So, so anyway. Hey, I just... All you people insulting Rush Limbaugh, yeah. knock it off. And honestly, get a, get a life. And do honestly, something, do yeah. something better with your time. And, and honestly, Rush, I'm sure wouldn't be surprised. As a matter yeah. of fact, he probably no one he'd probably laugh about. He'd it. probably laughing yeah. up there. He probably loves it. Yeah. But well, he's gone on to a well-deserved rest. There's you know the rest of us well, conservatives. We shall try, carry on the to, fight. Trying to carry on the fight. Yeah, that's that's carry our the torch. exactly. Yeah. So until somebody steps into his shoes, we're happy to keep you informed about whatever we can. Just not as entertainedly. Not, not as entertaining, uh, but yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but hey. We are who we are. Uh, hopefully you like us and you will continue to watch uh, because we need you to watch. So please. <laughs> please. Do, please. Please. So, so please, um, if, you, if you didn't like what you heard, 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 if you did like what you heard, thank you. My, my he also writes. Voice. I know. It's surprising. Um, <laughs> do us a favor. Do all this stuff that I asked you to do in the beginning. Like, share, comment, all that stuff. Become a member of Freedom Wire. And, uh, you know, keep us employed. You know, that's yeah. not a bad thing. Um, and stay informed. That's that's more important. But also, yeah, also yeah. keep us employed. No, I, I don't. I'm, I'm more concerned about staying that's, employed. I mean, that's just me. 50-50. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll take it. Anyway. So. Anybody want to say anything to uh, 
You want to give a shout out to anybody? Rush. Uh, no, I'd be. We already just spent about thirty minutes giving a shout out to Rush. All right. So I'll give out another shout out. Thanks, Rush. Just coffee mug, <laughs> coffee mug toast to Rush. I always like El Rushbo. I like how you call himself El Rushbo. So thank you, El Rushbo. Always like that. Yeah. Yeah. So gone um, but not forgotten. No. No. Not at all. Um, thank again. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Stay free. God bless you.